Hello team, it's Fab here, founder and head teacher at All Marketing School and your Marketing BFF. I want to remind you that there is a special invitation for you to join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Get certified as a positive impact strategy and make people fall in love with you and your work. Reclaim your time, understand the marketing foundations with a positive impact spin. If you are a marketing freelancer who wants to raise the quality of services and do more with less, or maybe you are an early stage marketeer ready to invest to gain real experience in building a strategy with purpose, or you're a marketing leader who wants to be recognized as a go-to expert and tackle new growth challenges. Whether you are beginners or whether you have some confidence into your strategy, we want to support you. We want to help you achieve your strategic goals, toss confettis in the air, and blast your favorite hype song as you get through eight incredible weeks with me and the rest of our faculty. Think about our certification as marketing training at university standards, not prices. So if you're ready to join us and you want to check out our incredible curriculum, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash certification. I repeat, amschool.click slash certification to find out more and learn what you are going to go through in our eight weeks. From marketing foundations all the way to leadership and storytelling skills, we're also going to cover strategic marketing blocks and advanced marketing tools. Plus, you get workshops, hot seats, group work, and even timely panels with incredible experts in the field. So what are you waiting for? No, I mean it. Our next cohort is starting real soon. So make sure that you head to amschool.click slash certification to come and join us and learn how to market to hearts, not to brains. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are currently bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly, empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values, and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab, and I'm your host. May the class begin. <laughs> We're back. We're back. We're back in full speed. So everybody's going to be like, yay, Fab went from brain fog last week to now like showering us with 70 million things. Yes. <laughs> no. But yeah, and also the problem is this week there is so much going on. Problem. The as actual factual, let's say. The factual thing is there's been so much going on this week, little things dropping here and there. And I kind of wonder whether social media is ever going to have a break. That's my question. Probably not, is it? It's not going to happen back Nah. Then. Nah. <laughs> so my, my, my very fair contribution. So we, we talked to you, probably you remember about our little notion dashboard. And this week I'm still having a bit of ups and downs. So I ended up just giving a contribution to Becca who did an excellent job at about like five minutes before we recorded. So I feel like <laughs> I am very negligent this week. Um, but you were looking actually at the only thing that I added this week, which was again, Pinterest said a couple of things, but I just found it really interesting, like that with lockdown easing, and we talked about it, just saying things yeah. were going to slightly shift. But for example, Pinterest lost 24 million users as physical store reopened, lockdown eased. And I found it really interesting because after 11 quarters of constant growth, 
there was this declining user, despite having, you know, a, still a solid performance, you know, like the actual ad performance, especially, was still doing really well, but there was a massive decline in users. And I found it really, really interesting because, I mean, maybe other platforms have had it as well, but just haven't talked about it. That's me being, you know, obnoxious. Nah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I am wondering whether we will actually see it or whether it's just because Pinterest is more for browsing, whereas with things like TikTok, you can actually easily create something and squeeze it in between your bathroom time. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think when I saw this, the number, like 24 million users, I was like, whoa, that's big. Why have I not heard more about this? But as you say, we did, we called it, we called it. We've been talking about this for ages, like, you know, lockdown, finishing, restrictions changing, people's routines, you know, adapting to this new way of life and stuff. I think it's only to be expected. And I wonder if, well, I, I do feel like Pinterest is one of the more transparent platforms and that's why we're hearing about it. I can't see Facebook shouting about this kind of thing if they were in a similar position, don't know if they are. But I think it's probably just a, a blip because as you say, everything else is kind of still performing well and, I think, you know, it's not, it does sound scary, <laughs> 24 million users, bye. But I think everyone is just like using social differently, using their phones. I, I would almost say probably less. Now people can get out more. They might be taking, you know, creating their own content, taking photos for Instagram or making reels or making TikToks and whatever, but maybe they're just not browsing as much because we've had a year and a half of, you know, browsing everything to our heart's content. So that's where this has slipped off. But yeah, I think this highlights how being transparent with your like user base and especially people like us who are marketers um, can really help because I want to know this. I do want to know this. And I don't think there are any major changes that need to be made. But if, if it was a bit more you know, serious, I'm not, I'm not trying to diminish the 24 million because that's that. <laughs> But, you know, it's like we can we can make changes if we need to. You know what I'm wondering, though, right now, because obviously I love that you mentioned like the, the lack of transparency from other platforms, or let's say like the rounding up sometimes that you see. The other one that I'm wondering about, whether there's something happening, but they just have, aren't telling us because they think we're not going to wonder. Watching you, LinkedIn, I'm wondering. I'm wondering, because actually we've been, I've been quite active in general, been chatting, but I also feel like, it's kind of, well, this is obviously me kind of being quite, but it's almost like, you know, people share their, their posts or sometimes their wins or the little things. And then they run away these days. I don't blame you because I would do the same right now. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm in pre-wedding mode. I'm like, you know, <laughs> that, you know, I, I do stuff and I'm focused and then I kind of move on because I don't have time and I want to make sure that I'm not burning myself out. But that's what I'm feeling like. It's just Pinterest, I get it. But then I would expect LinkedIn to be the same. And maybe it's just because you can see people scheduling the posts or like still posting about their things. And you think there's still a lot of activity, but I don't think people are actually engaging as much right now. And I guess if platforms actually told us, that would make more sense because then at least we know as marketers when the hell to do our campaigns, when the hell to push things, when the hell not to do that as well yeah no that's a really good point and I think it is a case of on other platforms where people are outwardly you know scheduling content that has come from them whether it be a this month I've done this or I'm working on this it's like okay you're there but nobody's really home 
like if I reply to your post, it's going to take, you know, two, three days for you to get back to me, which is, you know, not a problem. I have no problem with people taking the time to like reply on social in that context. But it's like, yeah, Pinterest is one of those platforms where that that whole side of it isn't you don't notice you don't I feel like you don't follow people in the same way. You're definitely going to not, you know, clock on to has this been scheduled or is this, you know, oh, they've not posted today. You would never know because that's just not how the platform works. So, yeah, I, I, I suspect a lot of people, especially this time of year with restrictions changing and stuff for other platforms have scheduled, but then gone, mm, I'm not going to check that. I've, I've got more, you know, more important things to worry about right now. <laughs> like holidays and that's fine. And that's, and I think, I've been too hard on myself, which, you know, I say sometimes, even if it's not my favorite kind of like, you know, from mindset perspective, but and I've been trying to push, push, push. And then my body broke down. So I was like, okay, gotcha girl. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it's very important also as marketers to understand our mental well-being and the tool that um, whether you're a marketer as a business owner or just as a marketer for other people, it's been a lot of a big tool for us as well. And I think it's just, it's allowing ourselves to do that just as much as we would encourage the audience or the customers to, to do the same. And I think it's really important. Now, just quickly on the beautiful work that you've done for us today and that people cannot see, but I can. And obviously you will be able to see in the newsletter because the news of the week are always in the newsletter as well. And you can get the backlog from the website. I want to say it because sometimes people are like, oh, I missed it. If you go to allmarketingschool.com, there's also like a way for you to read out. So all the news of the week from the past few weeks. But there are some special newsletters that only people receive. So get in. Anyway. There's a lot of Twitter stuff. And the reason why I wanted to say this is because, lol, you literally said a couple of weeks ago, Twitter, just just, just get a grip, decide something and go for it. And I don't think they got the memo, Rebecca. I don't think they're listening to us, which makes me really angry. They they just keep, what are they, I'd love, do you know, if I could see, I imagine in like Twitter HQ, there's a room, you know, like, oh my gosh, what's that? Is it a, just a GIF or is it mean? The guy standing there in front of the board with like all the post-its and the strings crossing and like trying to figure it out. I feel like that is Twitter HQ because they've got all these <laughs> ideas on the go and they can't pick which one, you know, fleets, buy fleets, like that's gone already. Okay, like, oh, here's a new shop module. That's what we're gonna talk about today. Like it's basically, if you have one of the new business profiles on Twitter, you'll be able to showcase products and like, you can scroll through a carousel and it looks very, I, I would say like it's pretty seamless, but to me, it makes it, I feel, look, make the profile look like an ad itself, even though it is the profile, so it's not an ad. I'm like, mm, yeah, looks like some kind of ad, even though it's not. Um, so I get it. I get it. And I think it will really, really work for some businesses. And I'm sure there are people out there who have been waiting for this feature um, to make it easier. However, I don't, I still am not completely sold on this idea of how people like on a consumer perspective are using Twitter and if this will be a welcome change or not. I'm leaning towards might not be. I know that every time Twitter releases a new update, which it, yeah, is basically every time you and I talk, <laughs> like, there's another thing. Like if you go onto Twitter and you see people talking about it, there's always, and I don't think this will ever happen, but always people still whinging about, oh, can you bring in an edit button? Can you bring in an edit button? It's like, 
they're not going to do that okay just you need to let that go but i think that does give an indication into how people feel about the platform and i think people are pretty happy with it on the whole they don't like change they just maybe want a few minor tweaks things like this i feel like would put people off you know brands feel like some brands make it work on twitter like you know with how they communicate and the sort of personality that they take on as a brand and you know we could talk about that for days i'm sure but i feel like this is just making it a bit like yep yeah, mm -hmm, just visit our profile and buy stuff rather than like us having to put work in i don't know somebody being cynical maybe no i think your cynical hat which is like you know like i know we've got the hats <laughs> You know, like loyal listeners will know about our hats. I'm gonna put the cynical hat on too, actually, because I I agree with you. And another piece of news that they they were collated this week was, which it baffled me. I'm sorry. I okay, I'm Italian. I have a weird accent. I've been really conscious about my accent and my voice for a long, long time. Plus, my tone of voice is completely different in Italian. So it's just because I pick up a bit of the British cadences blessing i guess so i understand that you might feel conscious about your voice obviously i run two podcasts one with you as well so you i got over it at some point but to me this new update just talking about like the little things and kind of like twitter what are you doing what are you going did people ask you for this for real so okay i'll tell you what it is it just baffles me though um basically twitter is testing a new vocal effects options that could help reduce speaker anxiety so Okay, Twitter HQ with all the little pins. We know that some speakers have anxiety. So Twitter is like, how are we going to fix that? Apparently, you can actually transform your voice or the testing. This thing about transforming your voice and slightly filter it with effects, like making it less nasal or making it more nasal or making it faster or slower. And that's a bit like what you said. It's like this, this feature of the, of the shopping. Did people really ask for that? So maybe they said, I'm a bit conscious and you want to make them more comfortable. But changing the voice? Is this really, you know, I feel like they're trying so many things and it's fine that some of this stuff flops and they're like, whatever. But it's also like, why do you keep on trying? Why do you keep adding stuff? That to me, sorry, that doesn't make sense. And I have had that issue myself. So it's not like I don't empathize with people like having anxiety talking, but hey. I know, I know. I feel like it's one of those things that we all experience to some degree hearing your voice back is always a bit weird you know when you hear it, you're like oh that, what do I sound like? like that's not how I sound like you know in my head so I guess on on one hand that's great because this feature could appeal to everyone but also I feel like well everyone's in that position nobody I, you know sure some people do but nobody loves hearing themselves back because it, it does such a sound a bit weird it does just sound a bit different you get used to it i feel like if you do things like this like if you're on a podcast and stuff of course you get used to it but it's it's a it's a bit jarring for everyone like if you hear your voice back i just feel like it's one of those things that didn't no, nobody asked for um and also i feel like it might give some people if they're really serious about wanting to do more public speaking and maybe they want to start with Twitter spaces that's fine but I'd almost be worried that then it would become a thing for people like oh well I can't I can't progress or I can't go on a different platform because they don't have this voice transformer um feature or you know yeah. it's like eh, you're potentially making a barrier 
That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, let's say that then you want to start a podcast. So you start doing videos on Twitter or YouTube or, or TikTok or Instagram. And then the voice is different. And people are like, are you okay, bro? It was that person. It's just, you know, sadly, it's it's like a fingerprint. It's something that is quite unique to you. So, I mean, not necessarily fully unique. Obviously, there are ways, but it's it's representing of who you are and i think that's the reason why i did my audiobook when we get when i talked about it a few times people ask me why did you do that thing it's 12 hours and i said yes but people hear me all the time and hearing my voice makes it for the loyal people makes and like, i want to hear fab's voice reading about reclaim your time off you know i don't want to hear anybody else so no i understand that and that's why it was a bit like okay all right twitter to be honest that said i want to jump on one more thing today because it's kind of like a dual thing. So eventually, thank goodness, Reels now have the 60-second option for everyone. Yes. yes. I, I think even me, maybe. I, I was doing one this morning and I couldn't see it yet. So I think they're just taking the sweet time with my personal account, but it's fine. But at least we got that. But also what I found really interesting, the, the never-ending battle with TikTok. <laughs> what I call it. Is now this other test that's happening now that this has been fully released so everybody can have their 60 seconds of glory, which is, again, it's kind of funny how it's going to work from what I've seen from the test, but the Explore feed, again, which we talked about, will it even be happening? Will it even be there? Mm. Is now going to have this kind of vertical layout where even if when you open it, you're going to see the post as you see them now, and then it's going to have the vertical layout. So my thought and my question to you, Becca, is, that is this actually going to make explore redundant if what we're still encouraging after you click on the first post is basically let's be honest to watch more reels yeah yeah and my rant <laughs> i i do think i know how we feel about the like I was going to call it the traditional explore tab page experience you know like and lots of other people find it gives them slightly strange content some of the time, things that you definitely don't want to spend. It's like, okay, I'm not I'm not bothered about that. I'll just go back to like the feed or watching people's stories or whatever. So maybe Instagram has cropped onto that and realized that, okay, yeah, if we want to continue our never-ending battle with TikTok, we need to up our game and this could be a way of doing it. I think it makes sense. And I feel like if you, you know, as you would on TikTok, if you're if you're in the right niche on Instagram and you're getting fed reels that do appeal to you, this is going to be great. You know, you probably will watch double the amount because I don't know about you, but at the moment I watch reels, either people that I see sharing them like into stories or giving it a nod that way, or if it comes up in my feed, but I will like watch that one and then stop. Like I will go back to doing whatever I was doing, whether that's continuing watching stories or I might click on their profile and go and have a look or whatever. I don't have real binges in the way that I have TikTok binges, you know. So maybe this is a way of doing that. And they, I, I don't know, I feel grumpy about it because I feel like it will work. <laughs> and I'm biased. I love TikTok more. But I just, I still think that in terms of the user base, I know that Instagram does is very popular with young people as well but i feel like it's getting to that point in its kind of social media life cycle where it's i don't think it is yet and i'm not you know i'm not 18 so i don't know can't speak for them completely but 
I feel like it's on the cusp of being uncool. You know, it's like, oh, if we want to do, if we want to produce that kind of content or we want to watch it, TikTok, you know, like go to TikTok. That's where Generation Z is. So I feel like this might split the kind of demographics a lot more. People who maybe like, you know, who are millennials and up might enjoy this. Like they might be fascinated with it and be like, oh, look at all this content. You just keep swiping, you know, whereas like the younger people might go, ah some TikTok first. It was on TikTok three weeks ago, you know? Actually, that's an excellent point. I'm going to add one bit to that and also have a, like, a final kind of, almost like a covering question because I can't really think about it. But the point I wanted to add to that is that that's what I was, that's actually where I was thinking about the divide that we will probably get because then again, it's almost like you didn't want to be on Facebook because your mom was on Facebook. And these days, you know, if you are on Instagram, you got, you know, the audience has shifted, has changed, and it's kind of this microcosmos in itself. And I think we need to be really mindful of that, which is fine. You know, people like myself, like millennials, you know, I want to target them. So it's cool. But if you are trying to to talk to Gen X a bit more, then you need to be mindful of of where they are. Another thing that I'm going to say quickly is also the fact that the problem with reels these days, if you go to the explore element, I guess, or the whatever, is that the problem is you listen to one audio once and then that's all you see is the same bloody thing. And I think that's something that the algorithm makes to fix because at the 17th time that I see somebody putting their bloody hand on top of my screen, I'm going to scream. And like, pound, 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 and I'm like, yeah, I got it. And then it's again, and then it's again, and these hands all the way. And I understand that that's how the algorithm works, but I'm like, eh. And the last question that I have is, for everyone, including Becca, is what is going to be the next generation? Generation A? We'll go back to the beginning of the alphabet. (gasps) Seriously. That's it. I just wanted to leave it there. (laughs) Mic (laughs) drop. Well, think about it for next time. Which generation is going to be? Anyway, we're going to close down now. I want everybody to know that we're going to be back there's going to be a special episode next week, uh, so an interview. However, we're going to be back with uh, Lebecca Ruse uh, the week after because she is off doing awesomeness next week. So just as a reminder, you can ask us anything at Alt Marketing School on Instagram, Alt Mark School on Twitter, or you can let me know about the next generation at Fab Giovanetti. Becca, where can people find you as well? You can find me at Becca Social on all of the platforms. Thank you so much for listening. Head to oldmarketingschool.com to find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spread the love on Instagram at Old Marketing School. Until next time. <laughs>